when it comes to emotional scenes, do they never ever play out the way you imagined them? So you read the script and you're really moved by it and you can feel from the script exactly what emotion is needed and you can imagine how it's going to play out. Yet when you get it up on its feet, it just never happens that way. The emotion doesn't come out the way you imagined it would. If this is something that you struggle with, do not worry. It's something that the majority of actors of all levels, whether they're professional or brand new complete beginners struggle with. And it's what we're going to be diving into in today's episode. I'm going to be helping you unlock and overcome this problem. And I'm going to be sharing some key method acting exercises that are going to completely transform your scenes. I'm also going to be sharing with you why this is happening, why you're blocked and why you're not actually connecting to those emotions. So let's dive into today's episode. You are listening to Unstoppable Actors, the essential podcast for ambitious, aspiring actors. With me, Louise, the Artistic Director of Standby Method Acting Studio. And every week, I'll be talking with you and sharing how you can become a paid, working, unstoppable actor because you 1000% can. An acting career is doable. Are you ready? I know you want nothing more than to feel super confident and super happy with the work that you've produced in a scene and I know that deep emotional connections mean a lot to you and if you could just conquer this then you would feel on top of the world and that's exactly what we are going to be looking into in today's episode and I can't wait to share with you these phenomenal method acting exercises that have completely transformed and revolutionised my acting students' approach to their work and the connections that they can make to their characters. And I can't wait for you to experience exactly the same thing. Now, before I start sharing with you these tips and tricks, you're going to need a notepad and a pen to take some notes on. There is a practical exercise that I would love you to do. I also want to share with you that applications are open for our January 2022 London and Sheffield 10-week method acting modules. And what I share with you in today's podcast episode is very much what we do on the modules. The 10-week method acting modules are what you need to up-level your acting skills so you can start landing more of the paid acting jobs that you've got your eyes and heart set on. And if you apply for our method acting training and are successful, I can guarantee you, you will start to accelerate your career goals faster than ever. So if you do want to apply, the link is below this podcast. So let's dive into emotions then. I want to start this podcast off by saying that whenever I coach actors and aspiring actors of all levels, and I've been doing this for 11 years now, and I've coached actors who are professional and they're getting regular paid work in TV, theatre and film, and I've coached complete beginners and everybody in between. But the one commonality is that all actors are bothered by emotions. They get really caught up and et up by making these genuine emotional connections. And a lot of them really, really struggle with this. So if this is something that you struggle with, don't beat yourself up about it. It just means you've got to learn some new skills because what you're doing currently isn't working. Now, usually it's just a slight shift of the needle. That's all it is. And just a different perspective that we need. But what I've found is that sometimes 
we focus so much on emotions and get so caught up in the worries of how you're going to connect and what emotion you need to connect to and why isn't it working and why did you have it one rehearsal and not the next and why could you do it one scene and not the next that we actually forget about the other aspects of the craft. Imagination is one of the biggest aspects of the craft that gets overlooked And when we're focusing so hard on emotions and how we're going to make these connections, our imagination gets pushed to one side and our imagination is no longer pure because we are thinking too much about emotions. And then the other part of the craft that gets completely overlooked in favour of emotions is surrendering and relaxing. Relaxation is the foundation of all method acting training And without it, you simply cannot tap into that pure, beautiful imagination that was so wild when you were a child and is so wild now, but it's just getting muddied, muddied, muddied up by all these thoughts of like, oh my God, am I good enough? Can I connect to this emotion? Will I do it right? Is this emotion what the director wants? Is this emotion even what's needed in the scene? What if I don't feel the emotion big enough? Or, you know, whatever it is that you worry about. Obviously, that's not an exhaustive list of worries, but it is, you know, they are the main ones that I hear time and time again from my acting students and also from people I've worked with on set and in theatre as well. So let's go back to this concept of surrendering and relaxing then. What actually is surrendering? Well, surrendering is completely and fully letting go and giving myself over to the emotions. Can you see how if you're not relaxed, you are not going to be able to surrender? And then when we don't surrender, we cannot possibly access our pure imagination because our imagination has no room. There's no room for it in our mind because all these worries and thoughts about, am I good enough? Can I hit this emotion? Am I doing it right? Does the director like it? They are taking up space that could be used by your imagination. And there's no clarity. There's absolutely no clarity. And what ends up happening is we start to give wishy-washy, woolly, surface-level, generalised, chaotic performances. And these are not the kind of performances that we feel satisfied with. They don't build our confidence in ourselves. They just, you know, serve the purpose of making us worry even more. And they certainly don't accelerate our acting career. And then it just makes it 10 times harder to even make a genuine connection to the character. We can't even believe that this character's reality is our own for the length of the audition or the scene or the play or the production. And that's when acting becomes unenjoyable because we're stressing too much. The thing that we love the most and that we find fun and highly enjoyable and that we're so passionate about no longer is fun. So before we get into the exercises, um, the method acting exercises that are going to help you make these genuine connections, we do need to discuss tension, which is what these thoughts are. These thoughts that you're thinking of, oh my God, is it the right emotion? Will I be able to do it? Is it big enough? Is it real enough? Or whatever it is that goes on in your head in method acting is known as mental tension. If we overlook this in favour of just diving straight into the scene, 
you are never going to get rid of this problem. We have to start with tension because tension is something that all actors of all levels experience. It doesn't matter whether you're a complete beginner, you've got a few student films under your belt, you've got a lot of independent films under your belt, you've got fringe theatre under your belt, professional theatre, professional TV, whatever. Actors of all levels experience tension. In method acting, we have the method acting triangle and at the top of it sits relaxation. If we do not make relaxation the foundation of our training, the foundation of our craft, you simply will not be able to access this pure imagination that I keep talking about because it will be replaced by these mentally tense thoughts. So when you're thinking these tense thoughts like, am I good enough? Can I hit the emotion? you are taking up space that could be used by your imagination. But now there's just no space for your imagination to help you with the character because your misfiring imagination is in full flow. And that's not the one that we want. So many people assume nerves or, you know, adrenaline or that feeling of butterflies or that feeling of anticipation or that feeling of fear about the performance And that is obviously what nerves are, but nerves are also this mental tension because this mental tension creates a feeling in your body and it creates the feeling of fear. And when you get into this feeling of fear, you are no longer in a creative state. Now what's happened is your nervous system is highly activated and you are in fight, flight or freeze mode. And this has absolutely nothing to do with acting, nothing to do with the craft of acting, nothing to do with art. It is simply a survival mechanism. So when you are thinking these thoughts over and over, they are not helping you. They are taking you into survival mode. And then what happens is your acting goes back to a default setting. And this is where these bad acting habits come out. So it could be that you overact. It could be that you force things. It could be that you underact. It could be that you focus really hard on how to make the lines sound natural. It could be that you focus solely on trying to make tears come out. Whatever it is, is not genuine. It's not a genuine connection to the character or their feelings. So the first thing I want you to do is take out a notepad and a pen or even the notes section on your phone or your smart device. And I want you to make a big, massive list of all of the mentally tense thoughts that crop up when it comes to you playing scenes with big emotions or maybe not even big emotions, but challenging emotions or emotions that you struggle to connect to. You've got to get this written down because what will happen is if you don't become familiar with these mentally tense thoughts, they will dominate your scenes forever until you do deal with them. Now, the thing about mentally tense thoughts is this. They can crop up just before you go on stage or set. They can crop up just before you enter the audition room. And sometimes, in fact, a lot of the time, they can be very sneaky and they can crop up mid-scene, mid-performance. And that can be frightening for actors because what do you do when all of a sudden in the middle of the scene, these thoughts are plaguing your mind? How do you get back into the character? How do you get back into the given circumstances? How do you make that emotional connection? Well, you do it through the methods chair relaxation exercise. Now, I'm not going to go into depth with this today. That's 
that's a whole other podcast episode. And no, you don't just, you know, in the middle of your Juliet speech, just grab a chair and start doing relaxation for an hour and then get back into character because that would be like super weird for your audience. But there is a way that we can use the methods chair relaxation in a manner that's invisible to the audience. But as I said, that's another podcast for another day. But when you're when you're aware of these mentally tense thoughts, now you're in a position to be able to do something about them. Now they have less power over you because now you know what they are. And now you know that they are taking you away from your imagination. You can do something about them because we want to get back into the imagination. Because when your imagination is pure and strong and sharp, like it was when you were a little girl or a little boy, what happens then is you create the feeling of belief. I believe I'm this character. I believe I'm in this reality. And when you've got belief, that's when the feelings that you need are triggered. But all of this, only comes after we have relaxed. So if you haven't got this list down of these mentally tense thoughts, do that now. It's so important that you do this because these thoughts are going to be the same ones that go round and round and round like a broken record. There's probably not going to be like 30 different thoughts that you have. I would take an educated guess that there's going to be five to 10 maximum of the same thoughts that churn round and round and round in your head. So now you've got these thoughts down, let's talk about how we actually connect. How do we even decide what emotion it is that we need to be connecting to? Well, this exercise comes with a bit of a caveat because if you are already making a genuine connection to a feeling in the scene, you don't need this exercise. But if you're struggling to make a genuine connection, then you do. So emotions are complex. We never, ever just feel one emotion by itself. Emotions are not isolated. They're usually a combination of many different emotions altogether. So, for example, if you're feeling angry, it's not just anger that's in there. There could be fear. There could be anxiety, which is fear. There could be frustration. There could be passion. There could be something else in there as well. This is what I would go into in the 10-week method acting modules with you. But for the point of this podcast episode, we want to keep it as simple as possible. So what you need to do is you need to get the scene that you're working on and you just need to identify one dominant emotion, just one, just to keep it simple for now. What is the dominant emotion in the scene? Okay, so when you've figured that out, that is all we're going to work with. And we're going to do an exercise called personalization. Now, you're going to need a scene partner for this. So what you do is you sit opposite each other. And this works just as well, actually, online. So you could do it online with a scene partner. And your scene partner is going to hold a safe, judgment-free space for you where all they do is listen to you without asking questions, without interrupting, without making any comments, with absolutely zero judgment. They listen to you intently and hear everything that you say. So what are you doing then? What are you saying that they have to listen intently to? Well, what you're going to do is now you've identified that dominant emotion. You are going to talk honestly, candidly, openly. You're going to surrender to this exercise and share either how this emotion is active in your life right now or how this emotion has been active and how you know this emotion. 
Now, you would have to do this with an acting coach because if you are relatively new to this exercise or even if you've done it a few times but you're not very experienced with it you are not going to know when to stop the exercise and when to go into the scene and this is where an acting coach like myself would guide you with this so what I'm looking for when our students do this exercise is I'm looking for them to start to trigger some emotional fire inside of themselves so they start to get a feeling inside themselves. And I'm looking for the overlaps between the actor and the character. So first thing is there's a little bit of emotional fire ticking away under in there's a little bit of emotional fire ticking away inside. And then the second thing is I've identified where the character is in this story, uh, in this experience that the acting student is sharing of how they know this emotion. And when I've found that, when I've heard it, I say, okay, go straight into the scene. And so then you go straight into the scene without thinking from this place. And the reason it is so powerful is because you will have that emotional fire simmering away underneath. You will completely believe in this reality and you will bring an edge to your work that you haven't brought before because now you are emotionally, creatively awake and alive. And that's what was missing before when you were struggling to connect to the emotion because you weren't emotionally awake, you weren't creatively awake, you weren't imaginatively awake. So then we end the scene and we don't keep going back through this personalization exercise. We don't have to do it every single time we get the scene up on its feet because the very act of doing this exercise will mean that you have now made a connection to the scene. So every time you get the scene up on its feet now, it will be so much easier to connect to emotionally. So you don't have to keep doing this exercise. As I've already said, this exercise is serving the purpose of unlocking the emotions from within you and finding the overlaps between yourself and the character emotionally. And it is a very, very, very powerful exercise. When I get students to do this exercise, oh my gosh, does their acting go to a complete new level. It goes to levels that they never even expected to happen and they are so surprised by how powerfully connected they were to their emotions and what it did for the scene and it helps them find something new in the scene and I have so many students who say to me wow Louise I have never tapped into emotions on that level before and I never even knew I had these emotions inside of me to be able to tap into and to use in the scene that's how powerful it is. Now there is a caveat to this of course Because whenever we're working with emotions in acting, it can bring up unresolved life issues. So here's the caveat. You are the artist and you are in control and responsible for where you decide to go to with this exercise. What I would say is you don't start talking about something that's really raw and that you've not dealt with. That's just silly because what's going to happen is the scene is going to be going to become about you and your problems. And then that's absolutely nothing to do with the given circumstances or the character, the character's needs. It's absolutely nothing to do with art. It then becomes therapy. And whilst there's a fine line between therapy and acting, acting is not therapy. As cathartic as it can be, acting is not therapy. That's something you would deal with and work through 
with a professional, a professional therapist. So you must take responsibility and you must go, actually, do you know what? I do know how to connect to this emotion because there's this thing I've been through, but mm, it's still raw for me. So you go, no, I'm not going to explore that. I'm going to explore something that I know I'll be able to connect to the emotion and bring something up, but it's not going to open a can of worms for me. Okay. So that is the personalization exercise. And we use that regularly in the 10-week method acting modules. Now, the January 2022 modules, um, the London one is the War Project and the Sheffield one is Sense Memory. And we will be working with characters and their emotions in both of these modules to get you to have a genuine emotional experience during your scenes and with your acting work. So, If you would like to explore these exercises and make these deep emotional connections with myself guiding you to allow you to seriously up-level your acting skills so you can start to land more of the roles that you want, then I encourage you to apply for the auditions. The auditions are Sunday the 12th of December and the modules begin in January 2022. I really hope you've enjoyed this episode. I really hope you have learned so much from it and you're feeling inspired, uplifted, empowered and excited to give this exercise a go because it is profound, let me tell you. It has made such a difference in my own work as an actor as well, never mind just being an acting coach. Before I knew this exercise, I was so hit and miss with emotional work. Sometimes I could hit the emotions, sometimes I couldn't, and I never really knew what was going on. So let's just recap then. You need to make a list of all the mentally tense thoughts that precede your emotional work or that crop up in the middle of your scenes that are detrimental to you making these emotional connections. Because once you've got this list and you're aware of what's going on, these thoughts no longer hold power over you. Okay, And they are another form of nervous energy just in the thought format and they block you from connecting to your pure imagination. So once you've got that out of the way, we then do the personalization exercise. You decide what the dominant emotion is that the character's feeling in the scene. Then with your scene partner, you talk openly and honestly and surrender to this exercise by sharing how you know this emotion. And then with the help of a method acting coach like myself, you uh, who will then find the overlaps between you and the character, once that emotional fire is burning inside of you, you will then go into the scene. But then you don't need to keep doing this exercise over and over and over again. Once you've done it, that's it. You've now made that emotional connection and you will be able to connect emotionally each time you get the scene up on its feet. So I hope this has been useful for you. And I hope you are going to put this to use. Thank you so much for listening. I have absolutely loved hanging out with you. And I really hope you enjoyed this episode of Unstoppable Actors, the essential podcast for ambitious, aspiring actors. Now, if you did, I'd really love you to subscribe so you never miss an episode and leave a review. And if you would like weekly injections of inspiration, you'd like mini method acting challenges to keep you making progress with your dreams, come and join the most supportive acting community online by clicking the link in the notes to help you become an unstoppable actor.